Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, Cricket PNG hasn't given up hope of making the next World Cup. We talk to the new Cook Islands netball coach and the Hunters continue their strong start to the Queensland Cup. But first, Fiji made it back-to-back victories on the World 7 Series, beating defending champions New Zealand 33-19 in the Hong Kong final. The result lifts them to second in the overall standings on 108 points, just two behind South Africa with three legs remaining. Head coach Ben Ryan praised his players' performance, while skipper Osae Kolonisau dedicated the victory to Fiji Warriors prop Yosefo Mbele Tambalala, who died in his sleep last month. Samoa showed significant improvement to finish fourth overall and move up to ninth in the standings. Meanwhile, Papua New Guinea and Tonga missed out on the Hong Kong qualifier event, with Russia beating Zimbabwe in the final to seal core team status for next season's World Series. Samoa have been drawn alongside Argentina, France and hosts Japan in Pool D for this weekend's tournament in Tokyo, while Fiji are there alongside England, Wales and Hong Kong. The Papua New Guinea cricketers have taken heart from the performances of their fellow associate nations at the World Cup. Ireland stunned the West Indies and Zimbabwe during pool play, while Afghanistan, Scotland and the United Arab Emirates also proved competitive. PNG head coach Dipak Patel says those results were encouraging for the 15th-ranked Barramundis, who have beaten all four teams in recent years. The International Cricket Council plans to have just 10 teams at the next World Cup in 2019, down from the current 14. And Patel says it's up to the associate teams to force them to change their mind. The World Cup is the ultimate pinnacle of, of any cricketer, uh, international cricketer, is, is to play in the World Cup, but not only play, but do well. Uh, and I'm sure that our boys have been watching very closely. We encourage them to watch as often as they can. We don't get as many opportunities to play at that level. So we sort of also resigned to the fact that we have to learn by watching the great players doing their job uh, on, on the field. And with the prospect of just 10 teams competing at the 2019 tournament, I guess that makes it even tougher. Yeah, it sure does. We've sort of slowly been building up for, for occasions like this qualify for the World Cup. So our next assignment is obviously for trying to qualify for the T20 World Cup in, in India in 2016. So uh, that's more our focus. Uh, and once we've sort of been through the, that process, uh, then we'll try and focus on the, uh, the next World Cup. Uh, so at the moment, we, we, we're just taking small steps and, and making sure that we, we do the best we can and prepare ourselves the limited opportunities that we do have uh, the best we can to, to make sure when we get to Ireland we're ready. The Australian team obviously world champions again and, and you guys have at Cricket BNG have a very close relationship with them and I know they've been supportive of your progress up there with the Barramundis uh, and, and obviously there's you know talk about uh, some matches uh, later in this year or at some point so you know to play against a team that's not only ranked number one in the world but has now been reconfirmed as the world champions of cricket is uh, an exciting prospect. Oh, most definitely. Um, you know, in Cricket PNG, we're very grateful to Wally Edwards. He came and spent a few days here in, in Port Moresby and had a look around at our organisation and our facilities. And I think uh, he went away well impressed and certainly spoke to me very closely about the fact that you know, they want to try and help us as, as much as they can. 
uh, you can't get any better opportunities than playing against Australia, and, and more so uh, through our development programs that uh, they assist us with, whether it be financially or, or, or just the resources they, that they can put forward to, for, for us. So there isn't many countries around the world who, who would have those opportunities presented to them. And like I said earlier on, uh, Cricket PNG is very grateful to the Cricket Australia, in particular Wally Edwards. And uh, New Zealand and Australia have also indicated that, you know, along with the ICC, they're going to offer some help with that uh, facilities fund, which is a, a few hundred thousand US dollars, which will be available to yourselves and, and also the rest of the East Asia Pacific region, which any funds, any support that you can get, uh, you know, when uh, dollars are hard to come by in the region uh, is always very much appreciated. Oh, very much so. Uh, and again, a lot of people around the world can, wouldn't appreciate how much that money means to the countries in, in the East Asia Pacific, and in particular PNG. The major things that uh, stand out in, in my short time that I've been with Cricket PNG is that the lack of facilities and resources uh, to allow our grassroots to develop in an environment where it's a little bit more user-friendly, and particularly the playing grounds and, and, and wickets. Uh, that, that's paramount because there's a wealth of talent here that has been untapped. So it's certainly part of the process that it's not just about the national team, it's bigger than that. And certainly funds that come from uh, the donations and the funds that are given by countries like Australia and New Zealand are very, 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 very gratefully appreciated. Looking back at that World Cup again, um, a lot of those associate teams are countries that the Barramundis have come up against regularly and obviously played in the qualifiers last year in New Zealand as well. So teams that you've lost to and teams that you've also beaten are performing very admirably in in some cases, uh, you know, a couple of upsets there on the global stage as well. So I guess that shows that sort of, uh, you know, when you get that opportunity, um, you know, what can, what can happen? And I take my hat off to all four countries who played in the World Cup this year in, in Afghanistan, Scotland, Ireland and UAE. Uh, countries that not only have we played against, but as you mentioned, we've, we've beaten all four countries too. So, yeah, we, we can take uh, a lot out of what they've been able to achieve and certainly what they showed in the World Cup, but they're not that far away. I read an article, a very good article, written by Raul Gravid, who's backing that it should be more than 10 teams for the next World Cup. And hopefully performances like that may change the minds of the ICC. Countries like PNG need more competition. Uh, they need to be exposed to the top teams if they can play perhaps one or two of the top nations uh, once or twice a year. Those are the things that are going to help develop the game uh, globally. I can rest assured that the, these guys from PNG aren't that far away themselves. It's just the fact that they just don't get that high level of competition that you need to, to keep developing and, and obviously progressing uh, at the high levels. The ICC Chief Executive Dave Richardson said that whilst I guess that's the way it's heading, uh, nothing is set in stone at this point. Do you still hold some optimism that, that maybe off the back of those performances from some of the associate countries and a lot of groundswell support from a lot of players like Rahul Dravid and, and the general public that there could be a change? The best thing that, that the associate countries can do is to actually perform at the high level. That's the best way to, to lobby, basically, rather than having to do it in the boardroom. If we can back it up with, with the quality cricket and, and, and performances, uh, I'm sure that the ICC would seriously look at it and, and reviewing it. In the short term, I think it's, it's left to the, each individual country uh, who are playing in that second tier to not only upgrade their programs uh, so that the players are challenged a lot more 
and the way that we play the game. Uh, and I think that could be the catalyst to perhaps persuade um, the ICC to reconsider that uh, 14 teams seems to be a very good tournament. And I think the 2015 World Cup proved that the associate countries can provide entertainment for the public. That's the Papua New Guinea cricket coach, Dipak Patel. Dale Atkinson has been appointed the Cook Islands netball coach, with her first task being to take the team to the Pacific Games in three months' time. She replaces Trish Wilcox, who is now in charge of the Wales national team. Atkinson has been working in coaching development for Netball New Zealand, which is where the seeds for her new job were sown. I was actually one of the Netball New Zealand staff who went to Fiji with the Oceania series and ran coach development for the Oceania coaches. While I was there, I had heard the position came up, so I had the opportunity to speak with Tina Brown about the position, and from there I submitted an application. Within the Pacific, Fiji are incredibly dominant, and, and they, along with Samoa, are headed to the World Cup uh, later this year. Um, the Cook Islands and PNG, among others, I guess, are in that next tier. Um, what do you make of the challenge in front of you to, I guess, lift the Cook Islands up to that sort of a level? no doubt about there's going to be some work that needs to be done but that needs to be done at all levels so the players need to take some personal responsibility around their own training things that they do away from the court I'd like to be involved with their club coaches because they're the ones that are seeing those players more regularly and even if I was based in the Cook Islands those coaches would be working with those players more hands-on than I would be. So it's all about education and upskilling everybody. So we had a trial last night and I sent out a few messages around what players need to do away from the court. There is certainly skill and talent here, but we need to reach a much higher level to be competitive. Is that one of the challenges um, when you have players? Obviously, you've got players based in the Cook Islands. You've got, you know, often with these Pacific countries, you have ones that are in Australia or New Zealand as well, and about trying to, I guess, manage all of those different parts together. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter that they're living in different countries because we have that in New Zealand when players live in different towns. Sure, they're more accessible, but... These players do need to take some responsibility, but we've got to start slowly, and I'm not expecting them to be where the silver ferns are at. We've just got to do it gently, and they've got to want to do it. And, you know, it's okay. I said to them last night that it's okay to sometimes have a fail day, but you've got to pick yourself back up to go again. And so the off-season training really needed to have been done. Um, so that would have been paramount so that we can hit the ground running. But I did a series of fitness testing last night just to gauge where everybody is at. The Pacific Games in Port Moresby are only a few months away, so there's no real time, I guess, for you to sort of ease into the role. You've gone and watched club netball at the weekend. You've had that first set of trials. You've got more coming up. So I guess it's all very thick and fast over the coming months. Oh, it will be. And I mean, I won't see these players as regularly as if I was coaching a rep team back in New Zealand. In that situation, I would normally see them twice a week, and then we would have a couple of pre-season tournaments, just day day tournaments, before we went away on our national campaign. With this team, I'm only, once the team is selected, I'm only going to see them probably twice for 48-hour camps. So my focus there will be about developing our culture and the, and the game plans on court. 
Um, and the players really do need to buy into that and so that we can hit the ground running. And I'm under no illusions that will be a challenge, but that was one of the reasons why I applied for the job, because I like challenges like that. What are your initial impressions, having uh, had uh, you know quite a few days uh, up in Cook Island, having seen the girls in training, having watched some club netball, what are your first sort of thoughts? There is definitely natural skill and talent, and I was I was quite excited about some of the things that I saw. What is glaringly obvious is their fitness levels. So when we did the testing last night, that came through as well. So club coaches can help out a lot here by incorporating fitness into their trainings. Now, it doesn't need to be an hour of hard-out fitness. It can be, you know, two-minute bursts of a plyometric section and then two minutes of agility and two minutes of aerobic. So you can do little things within your club trainings to improve that, and that's why I would like to keep connected with those club coaches because they will be vital in helping us. And my understanding is that there is a real want for local players to be selected into the national team. We only had nine trialling last night, which was a little bit disappointing. I would have liked to have seen more. But, you know, people, those who made themselves available, I was really grateful for, and we did see some good stuff. So... If, if locals would want to be selected, then they need to make themselves available. What is the immediate focus for 2015? You've obviously got that Pacific Games coming up. Do you have targets for that, or is that going to be very much an exercise in you know, seeing what, where the team is at in terms of on the, on the court? I think it's both. I mean, I'd like to think that out of the four teams that we, we will place higher than fourth, but I won't know that until I've got my team together, until we've put our game plan in place and getting these players to do some work before we go. But, you know, there's two and a half months before we go. In fact, sorry, there's close to three months before we go. A lot can be done in three months. I will be putting a plan together. Once the team is announced, then I will be contacting those players regularly to make sure that they are on task and helping them to get get through through that so that when we come together for our camps, prior to the PNG series, we've certainly made some progress. That's the new Cook Islands netball coach, Dale Atkinson. The Papua New Guinea Hunters have returned to winning ways with a comprehensive 38-10 victory over Tweedheads, Seagulls and Kokopo to move up to second in the Queensland Cup Rugby League standings. The Hunters ran in seven tries, with S.A. Boas named man of the match after bagging a hat-trick. Head coach Michael Maram has praised his players' strong start to the campaign, despite a host of injury concerns. You know, a few of our good key players there, but uh, again, the younger boys that are coming through are probably stepping up and just make sure they just play their game. And it was probably good with the game was at home too. So. Are you expecting to have some of your injured crew back uh, to go to Sunshine Coast, or, or not sure? We still have probably about a week before we start pulling in those injured players back in, but the, the, the guys that have got ribs have got six weeks, so we don't see them back in until around 9, 10 at least. This obviously being the second season, last year you guys were the new kids on the block and now it's Townsville who are the only team above you on the standings, um, having a bit of a, a fairy tale start like you did last season. Um, are, are teams approaching the Hunters in a different way this season, have you noticed? Do they seem to understand the team a bit better? Is that making it a challenge for you guys, or how have you found it so far this season? 
bit more tougher this year. I think all the, the other teams are more well we play and stuff like that. So every game's just tough for us. Only half of our squad with that experience from last year. We're relying on those players to uh, uh, lead the uh, team around. But at, at the early stage of the competition, I think the, the younger boys that have come to have probably shown that they can also do the uh, job there. When we, we kicked off the competition in round one, we had eight of our players that, uh, made their debut. Yesterday's game, we had 10 in total. So uh, those are the new guys that probably one, two games, three game experiences now. So And uh, you obviously have to travel back to uh, Queensland uh, this coming weekend to take on Sunshine Coast, who have struggled uh, last season and, and are yet to win this season. Um, you know, some would see that an easy, as an easier fixture for you guys. I'm sure you won't be taking anything for granted, but uh, another chance to, to keep up uh, with the leaders. The Sunshine Coast Falcons haven't won a game yet, but with a lot of experience now, they've got the, uh, that fit our advancement with the uh, Open Storm. And last year, they were sitting at uh, the bottom of the ladder. They came up here and they gave like, a really good game, and we only managed to win by one point here. But, but yeah, it's going to be tougher in front of their own crowd, so... We just have to prepare well and make sure we, we really focus on our game and before we, we go down there, yeah. And, uh, Michael, there's obviously been a bit of talk as well about Gary Lowe and his chances of coming back into the Hunter's fold. Obviously, he was your top try scorer last season before he went over to uh, Newcastle and then obviously came back. Um, is that a possibility you're thinking about? Yeah, with, uh, with the amount of injured players we've got now, we didn't have any more any major injuries from yesterday's game, but, uh, again, we did get recovery this morning and stuff. Uh, the Israel Cup competition, the competition in which uh, Gary is playing in, and the few other players that kicks off in two weeks' time too, so it should be good if you can see Gary and some of those players starting to play and monitor their performances over the, the next few weeks here. For somebody like Gary, I know obviously there was some you know controversy around his leaving and coming back, but uh, you would sort of think on form or on ability that he would you know, certainly be a part of the side, so... Is there any reluctance on your part to let him back into the team early, or are you happy to pick him if he's playing well? He's got experiences in, from from last year's games, and uh, like like I said, it's just only part of the season, and uh, all the young boys are playing well. But as soon as the other teams know what they they're capable of, then it's going to be a bit more tough on them. And it's also a, a longer season, and injuries and stuff will come up. At the moment, we only have uh, 26 in the squad, four or five players uh, out for good number of weeks so but yeah if we lose not a few players we just call Gary back in you're obviously in a strong position uh, sort of equal top of the interest Super Cup standings but where can you see room for improvement from your team what areas are you guys still wanting to sharpen up a bit in uh, it's more more on our defence I think that's one of our key areas we're working on we, we still haven't got that more size in us but every time we play uh, work a bit more on, on our defence stuff yeah. we, we seem to be allowing Opposition come this year on our yards and just take grounds in the middle there. But we work hard on defence all week last week and we still have more work to do. That's the Papua New Guinea Hunters coach Michael Marum. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thanks very much for listening.